You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're so very glad that you joined us this morning. Uh, We're on the, the second segment of Real Presence Live. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Doug Jillick. We're at the beautiful gathering space at Queen of Peace Parish in Dickinson, North Dakota, in the Diocese of Bismarck. And we are honored to have, uh, for the next two segments, we have Monsignor Thomas Richter. Good morning, Monsignor. Good morning, gentlemen. It's good to have you here. Thank you for sharing your t- a gift of time with us uh, uh, again this morning. I enjoy it. And we had such a great discussion last time you were on last month and we were talking about the uh, uh, the discernment of spirits book by Timothy Gallagher by Father Timothy Gallagher and uh, it was so intriguing that we wanted to have you back and to cover uh, everything that's uh, that you have to share it's going to take a few more (laughs) programs so we'll have Monsignor back periodically throughout the uh, the, the year. So thank you for joining us, Monsignor. Good to be here. And Doug and you just came from uh, your 6.30 gathering this morning, uh, uh, and now we, you're on Real Presence Live for uh, an hour, so you had a busy morning. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wednesday mornings we have uh, uh, men's and women's groups here at uh, Queen of Peace. We do basically book studies. So we read books together and then uh, just f- facilitate conversation and sharing around them, and mm-hmm. uh, it's really, really great. I run uh, the men's group, and uh, some staff members run the women's group. The men's group uh, are a bit more challenging, so I, I don't want to throw uh, poor staff members into that. He talks slower <laughs> with us. <laughs> yes, I talk more slowly. Use I, short words. Yeah, nothing I, more than two syllables. Yeah, so. <laughs> You know, at, uh, Doug was telling me about uh, the uh, session this morning, and you're going through the uh, Into Your Hands Father uh, and uh, the book, Into Your Hands Father, yeah. which kind of complements the book, The Discernment of Entirely. Spirits, uh, the subject of dis- discernment. And I was very intrigued last time we had this discussion about your reference to the spirits. Yeah. And really, we are... We are discerning. I'm, I'm reading this book. It's going to take me a while, but Very thank good. you for the reference. Here. Uh, but uh, you're, you're, it really is a discernment of spirits. That's right. So That's can right. you take off from... Uh, for sure. All right. uh, so to, to the listeners, huh? I, I always feel like I'm um, wading into dangerous territory with uh, discernment. Something that can be mis- mis- easily misunderstood. Huh? So we need, we need to be careful when we uh, talk about discernment, that we get stuff clear, that we have stuff uh, firmly grounded. Um, and so that's what I want to cover uh, this morning. And then we'll leap back into the rules. I think we ended last time with rules one and two. I want to back up a little bit and give some more firm grounding, some more firm, clear grounding Very on what discernment is and what it isn't. First, discernment isn't a heady thing. Discernment isn't a heady thing. Most discernment gone wrong is overthinking. Mm. So this idea, especially living in the postmodern world we live in, 
Huh? We, we, everything is about uh, human intelligence and all these things. Huh? Human so discernment isn't a, a heady thing at the end of the day. That's the first thing. Second, um, just uh, some big picture stuff with discernment. In order to discern, and, and discernment at the end of the day isn't about I have a question, I have a decision to make, and now I'm going to discern. If that's where my focus is on discernment, it, it, I'm never going to get to having a discerning heart. Discernment is about a friendship. And living in that friendship. And remaining in that friendship. And following a friend. So discernment is about friendship. Discernment is I want to stay in a, in a friendship. And this is at the heart and soul of discernment. Discernment isn't about, I got a bunch of decisions I want answers for. I, gotta, I want to know what to do. Okay? Um, does discernment involve that? Yeah, should I sell my house? Should I change my job? All those things. But, but unless I have the groundwork laid and a firm foundation, I'm never going to be able to get clarity around those things. It's like a virtue, right? Um, if I don't practice honesty, I'll never get to the place where um, honesty is a real struggle and I need to be honest here. Uh, it's about cultivating that. So um, it's not a heady thing. Second, as we talked about last time, um, in order to discern, I got to get out of myself. I got to get out of myself. Discernment isn't about self-absorption. Discernment isn't about navel-gazing. Discernment isn't about me living in my head. The capacity to discern, um, if, if parents want to form discerning hearts in their children, that uh, they need to help the child get out of themselves. Life isn't about you. Life isn't about uh, uh, just uh, your concerns. But uh, to be able to get out of oneself and be attracted to the need of another. Mm -hmm. um, concerns of others, etc. Okay, so those are just some big pictures. Now down to... Um, some real solid meat, uh, uh, food here. I think at the heart of discernment, gentlemen, at the heart of discernment is the fear of the Lord. The firm ground in order to, to have a discerning heart is the gift of the Holy Spirit, the first step of wisdom, which is fear of the Lord. And so listeners, before you shut off the radio, uh, I, we need to make sure we understand fear of the Lord rightly. The fear of the Lord is the only fear that comes from the heart of God. The fear of the Lord isn't being scared of God. The fear of the Lord is the Lord's fear. The only fear he'll put in any heart. And that fear is right, the fear to leave him. The fear to leave. If it, so... so Ignatius, the first thing Ignatius addresses in his, in his uh, discern, rules for the discernment of spirits is, what is the person like? Who is the person discerning? Is the person who is discerning moving away from God or toward God? The discernment of those two, those two uh, persons is very different. The spirits are going to be acting in them very differently. And so what I'm, what I'm saying to, to uh, discern well, right, one needs to have the, the gift and live out of the fear of the Lord.
Mm-hmm. And Which it's not, the, I'm sorry, oh. I'm saying, it's not the fear of the Lord that, okay, if I leave him, he's going to punish me. No, not no, at all. No, you're very good, Doug. Yeah, that's why. So I always, I always compare it to when I was a little child in a department store, in a department store, right? And I wanted this toy and I wanted to figure out how to uh, convince mom to buy me this toy. And my whole focus was on this toy, right? And then I look up, I look up at some point after being uh, mesmerized by uh, just uh, dreaming and staring at this toy, I look up and mom's gone. <laughs> I lost my mom. At that point, nothing, nothing concerns me. I'm concerned about nothing other than finding mom. Uh. At that point, my heart has the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. I've lost my Lord, and what I'm, what, what I'm focused on is I need to be back with the Lord. If that is the, if that is the um, status and disposition of one's heart, now they're in a place where discernment is really, really possible. Monsignor, let me, uh, we're visiting with uh, Monsignor Thomas Richter, from, he's a pastor at Quinnipiac Parish in Dickinson, North Dakota. We're talking about uh, one of his favorite topics is discernment. Now, Monsignor, you mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, discernment is a friendship uh, following a friend. Yep. Uh, and then you mentioned uh, a heart of discernment is fear of the Lord, but accepting the gift of the Holy Spirit. I want to go back to your homily yesterday where you, where you talked about joy, peace, and hope. Nice. Joy, peace, and hope. And you mentioned those aren't things. <laughs> That's, That's a, a person. person. Yes. That's a person. Right. So Christ your, is our hope. Yeah. So that's Christ what, is our peace. That, that's those are that's the that's those are the dots I wanted to connect here. <laughs> yes. What you're referring to yes. is a, a, a relationship nice. with Christ. Nice. Okay. So and we're going to get to that right for for the person who is built whose heart is built off of the fear of the Lord. My 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 great my greatest concern is I want to stay with the Lord as I carry out my day. Yes, I want to make money. Yes, I want to get uh, these tasks done. Yes, I want my day to go a certain way. Yes, I want to carry out my daily duty. I, I want all that. But at the base level, what I'm wanting most of all is to stay with the Lord. A heart that lives there is now in a place where he can discern spirits. Because discernment isn't about finding answers. Discernment is about, gentlemen, St. Ignatius was only asserting this. He wasn't asserting you can find out whether you should sell your house or not. He is saying you can distinguish. Discern is the Latin word dicinere, to distinguish between two things. Discernment of spirits is distinguishing between the movements of the good spirit And for one who has fear in the Lord, Mike, the good spirit bears love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness. So now you get an idea of what following God is like. You follow movements that bear the fruit of love, joy, peace, gentleness in the soul. This is what you're following if you're rooted in fear of the Lord and you're following huh, the good spirit. Okay, so um, you, you talked about the heart, the, uh, the change of heart. 
Uh, maybe we have to take a break here, but maybe when we come back, I'm, I'm sure the listeners are thinking, okay, yeah, that's, that's a good place to be. I want my heart there. How do we get there? So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't go away. We'll have those answers from Doc, from uh, Monsignor. <laughs> Monsignor, sorry, we talked no to a doctor before. Monsignor Thomas Richter, coming back after the break. Don't go away. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hello, my name is Father John Paul Trask from the Diocese of Rapid City. It started when I was a kid. I had a real strong pull to the thoughts of the priesthood. It really felt like uh, God was speaking to me, but I didn't want to listen. I really didn't want to think about the priesthood at all. I was kind of caught up in worldly life and sports and things. I also had a deep desire to become a rancher. Long story short, while I was uh, working, I, after high school, I took a year off from school and I began to discern. And the question occurred to me that God knows what it will make me happy. And so I thought for once that I would ask God what will make me happy. And that really began the opening up of my heart that led to my ability to answer my call to the priesthood. Thanks be to God. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're very, very glad that you've joined us today uh, on this Wednesday within the octave of Easter, and happy Easter season to you all. And... Uh, we're visiting. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Doug Jellick. We're at the Queen of Peace Parish in Dickinson, North Dakota. We're visiting with the pastor here, Monsignor Thomas Richter. And we're talking about the subject of discernment, referring to uh, Father Timothy Gallagher's book, The Discernment of Spirits. And Doug, uh, you and Monsignor were having a discussion during break about, the, uh, about thoughts, feelings, and desires. There's a lot of people out there might say, well, how does that feel when God talks to me? Before you continue, I'd like to make sure you explain a little bit how does it is through our thoughts, words, and desires. Good. So uh, discernment isn't something out in the clouds, something out there. 
When, uh, so, so the word discernment is about distinguishing two things, between two things. Discernment of spirits is distinguishing between what it's like when the good spirit is moving in me and what it's like when the bad spirit is moving in me. And when we think of bad spirit, that involves my ego, that involves my fallen human nature, that involves other people's fallen human nature, and it involves personified evil. The good spirit involves the Holy Spirit, of course, also involves, say, my guardian angel, also involves my own redeemed good, um, uh, healed human nature, okay? So, distinguishing what is it like when the good spirit is leading me, stirring me, moving me, and what is it like when the bad spirit is moving, stirring me. Um, for Ignatius of Loyola, which is what Gallagher's book is about, The 14 Rules of Discernment of Spirits, is uh, he says, for a person, okay, what do the spirits do? The spirits stir. So when God communicates to you, Mike, what he does is stir thoughts in you, feelings in you, and uh, desires in you. How do the spirits get us to follow them? By stirring thoughts, feelings, and desires. Okay. That's, how, that's how God leads us to heaven. That's how the bad spirit would lead us to hell. By stirring thoughts, feelings, and desires in us. We call those spiritual movements. So I'm distinguishing, when I'm discerning between two different spirits, what I'm distinguishing uh, between our spiritual movements. Is this spiritual movement from God, the good spirit, or is this spiritual movement from the bad spirit? What's a spiritual movement? Thoughts, feelings, and desires. And in the groups I run in, we call that on the third level of the heart. Hmm. The third level of the heart. So here would be a spiritual movement. It's Holy Thursday. It's a blizzard. It's a blizzard. I can't get out of my house. Um, and in me is, it's Holy Thursday. I have to go to Mass or it's a mortal sin. Those are thoughts, feelings, desires. You know by what the church teaches, right? That Holy Thursday is, first of all, not a holy day of obligation. And secondly, because of this blizzard, even if it was, that would be that I know that spiritual movement isn't from God. That thought isn't from God. So that's a third level of the heart. The third level of the heart are thoughts, feelings, and desires that are saying something to me about my relationship with God and the life of faith and life of relationship right now, right? So right now, sitting on these uh, cheap chairs, I have feelings in <laughs> parts of my body that are saying stuff. Those aren't third level of the heart. That's, that's just first level basic Got stuff. It. Okay? okay, got it. So okay, thank discernment you. of spirits is discerning between the movements of the good spirit, the bad spirit. Those movements are thoughts, feelings, desires on the third level of the heart that are about things that uh, have uh, that are saying something to me about the things of faith and what God has revealed, divine revelation, etc. So, right, if I'm at Mass and I have a thought, maybe the Eucharist isn't God. You know where that's from. Hmm. You know that thought 
is you know the source of that thought. Mm. Okay. Okay? So, this is the stuff. This is the stuff of discernment. Discernment, the stuff of discernment may not be uh, whether I should sell stock or not. Okay? So this is third level thoughts, feelings, desires. And that's where discernment of spirits happens. Now the three steps, the three steps of discernment, as we covered last week, are awareness. That's the first step. One can't discern, one can't discern spirits until one first becomes aware of thoughts, feelings, desires on the third level of the heart. If I'm so dull that I'm not aware of this, I have nothing to discern. Now, the fact is, these movements are happening. Some people aren't aware of them. They are happening. Just because I'm not aware of them doesn't mean they're not happening. So, the first step is awareness. I become aware of, oh my gosh. I have all kinds of th I have thoughts, feelings, desires in me that are saying things that are way contrary to what, what God says, what the scriptures say, what the church says. Or I have all kinds of thoughts, feelings in me that are, are saying things to me that, uh, that, that God does say. Huh? Whether that's hope, encouragement, whatever. Okay? Mm -hmm. So the first step is awareness. And in many cases, right, that's where we lack. Is we're just not aware. We need to grow in awareness. Our eyes need to be open to become aware. The second, the second step then is understanding. And this is key. What are you understanding? You're understanding the source of these. You're understanding the source of these. Huh? So it's a nice, it's a nice, beautiful day in May, Sunday. It'd be a beautiful day to get out, get a, a Sunday morning to get a round of golf in. And the thought is, maybe I should, uh, maybe I could just uh, skip mass, go out and really praise God and the beauty of his creation and enjoy a round of golf. <laughs> that is a spiritual movement on the third level of the heart and you know where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. That second part is where, what is the source of this? Mm -hmm. So Monsignor, I'm thinking the listeners now are listening to this and they're thinking, yes, I have those thoughts. Nice. I have those thoughts, but ah, that's not coming from me. That's coming from the bad spirit. That's right. And so I have to recognize that. Totally. So that's what you're talking about, awareness and understanding. Very good. Beautiful. Or, or, or it's com coming from God, or it's coming from the bad spirit. But, but uh, in either case, right, holy people still have bad stuff coming from the bad, uh, stuff come from bad spirit, right? They don't control that. We don't control that. We don't control what the spirits stir in us. We control our response to them. Okay? So the second step is then understanding the source understanding does this come from the good spirit does this come from the bad spirit then the third step the third step is taking action and ignatius says there's two actions to take to receive the thoughts feelings desires the spiritual movements from the good spirit to receive them which means to believe them consent to them assent to them follow them interiorize them relish them believe them um, the, the other action is to reject, 
to reject what is coming from the bad spirit. To reject it. To not believe it. To not consider it. To not entertain it. To not nurture it. To not consider it. You know there's nothing to consider here because of the source I just understood it to be. Because if I entertain what comes from the bad spirit, if I consider it, if I enter into it and go with it, I will find myself on a golf course <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> on Sunday right. morning instead of going to Mass. That's right. Because these spirits are beyond us. And if we don't have the humility to say no, it will get us to follow. Uh, the bad spirit will. So that's the basic framework. Uh, that's the basic framework, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, there's something great about what you were referring to, I think, Mike, is to see that I'm not making this stuff up. Uh, working with people, especially people who are following that which is uh, from, from the, the bad spirit, huh? let's say a hopelessness, let's say a discouragement, let's say um, uh, an inability to forgive, let's say just... Uh, well, all those things for a person to see they're not in a, they're not in a fight with themselves mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that they need to start seeing dang it what's wrong with me they need to move from dang it what's wrong with me I got to stop this to say oh there's some bully who knows how to manipulate me uh-huh uh, folks, um, this is uh, uh, some good stuff, Monsignor. Thank you very much again for joining us. Uh, we're talking about the discernment of spirits, and it's uh, a lot to talk about. And Monsignor has uh, really clarified uh, bad spirit, good spirit. And, and uh, we will come back after this break, ladies and gentlemen, and we will continue this, this great discussion. Don't go away. We'll be right back. who has made a difference in your life or at your parish, one who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family, Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. 
Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We're glad you're with us on this uh, Wednesday within the octave of Easter. We're hoping you're having a joyful Easter week and a joyful Easter season. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Doug Jillick. We're at the beautiful Queen of Peace Parish in Dickinson, North Dakota. We're here with Monsignor Thomas Richter, the pastor of Queen of Peace Parish, and we're talking about the discernment of spirits. And, and uh, Monsignor, can you take off and talk <laughs> nice. about the nice. uh, texture of the heart and <laughs> Very uh, good. That, those sort of things we talk about? During yeah, the I, I just want to encourage your listeners to hang in there. Please, yes. To, to keep hanging. This is uh, really important, good stuff. Indeed. And I'm hoping... I'm hoping that uh, the result of these, uh, as many times as you guys let me hang out with you, that it brings clarity and not confusion. Huh? Discernment is about coming to clarity, not confusion. Discernment of spirits is about becoming clear about how God's voice speaks to me and how I can say yes to it, how I can consent to it. It's not a bunch of spiritual mishmash that leads to just uh, some sort of confusion. So, um, if, if, if to any listener that doesn't have clarity yet, hang in there, hang in there. And, and it will happen. Indeed. So, here's, here's a wonderful example from scripture, from yesterday's mass, of what discernment looks like. Okay, How, what, is the, what is the spirit, the good spirit like inside of me? If you remember, yesterday's gospel was the risen Jesus appearing or meeting uh, Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene meeting the, the risen Christ. He's, uh, he appears to her as a gardener. She does not recognize him. She does not recognize the way he looks, does not recognize uh, his presence, doesn't recognize the first things he says. But then he, Jesus, the risen Jesus, says her name, Mary the tone, the way she felt inside hearing his voice say her name made her understand the source. This gardener is actually Jesus, my Lord. It wasn't because he said something that was clearly what? Obviously (laughs) revealed that he's God based on what he said. It wasn't the content. It was the way Jesus made her feel inside when when he said her name. And so much, much of discernment, this is for a person now who is moving toward God, who's solidly grounded in the fear of the Lord. What I want most is remain with Jesus throughout my day. That's what I want. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to get my stuff done. Yes, but, but what roots me is I don't want to leave him, okay? For a person who's firmly grounded that way, much of discernment, Mike and Doug, is about knowing the texture, 
of the heart from these the good and bad spirit what it feels like inside you know what the church calls that the church has always held this up the fruits of the holy spirit when the good spirit when the good spirit is stirring me the holy the the church says it the texture is love joy peace gentleness kindness self-control when the holy spirit stirred the heart of the mother of god when the holy spirit moved in the heart of jesus of nazareth it was the texture was love joy peace patience kindness gentleness this is the this is how the person who discerns knows the source of these words mm. Now that's for that's for a per, that's for a person moving toward God. For a person moving away from God, Saint Ignatius says, Saint Ignatius says, for a person who's moving away from God, right, the, the texture of God, what he feels like, what, what the movement of God is like, is the pricking of the conscience. So for a person moving away from God, the good spirit acts not in the affections of love, joy, peace. Not in those warm affections. For a person who's about to drink bleach and hurt themselves, the good spirit pricks the conscience with commands. Don't. Stop. You're going to regret it. That's not good. Stop it. This is the good spirit for a person moving away from God. The bad spirit for a person moving away from God, in fact, is the opposite, as right. you would expect. But he doesn't work in the conscience. Um, he doesn't want you to, make, to consider, is this right or wrong? Is this good or bad? He simply wants to attract you. And so Ignatius says that the bad spirit acts in the imagination and creates images in your mind that make you think this is going to deliver the goods this is going to um, be what you're looking for. This is going to, to draw you to then consent and receive from his heart. So, Mon Sr., we used Mary as an example of the good spirit. Let's use another person in the Bible, Peter, yeah. in regards to being attracting to the bad spirit in these scenarios. Nice. Here he's before Jesus. Jesus tells him, I must go to Jerusalem. There, there I will be. I will die. And Peter comes up and says, "Hey, I'm not going to let you do that. We That's will right. fight you." And as growing up, when I'd hear Peter, um, Jesus' reply to him saying, "Get behind me, Satan," yeah. I'm sort of thinking, "Why would he call Peter Satan?" <laughs> That's pretty harsh. But he wasn't. He was talking to the Spirit. Nice. He was saying to Peter, "What you just consented to, the thought you just expressed, Peter." The desire you just expressed, the feeling that was inside of you that moved you to this, that was the bad spirit. Don't listen to that. And the same with the sword in the totally. garden. And you can imagine what's going on in, in Peter's, right? Peter's in speaking out of a place of love, peace, joy, patience, kindness, gentleness, but agitation, control, fear. Huh? So for a person moving toward God, the enemy now does the opposite. 
tries to inflict fear, obstacles, doubt, agitation of soul, takes your peace away, um, makes you feel alone, etc. All these now are the, are the uh, is from the fruits of the movement of the bad spirit. And in this fear, right, in this agitation of soul, in this lack of peace, stuff is being suggested to you to get you to make a choice. So you now start following and acting out of this bad spirit that you start feeling what this fear is telling you to do, what this lack of trust is telling you to do, what this doubt is telling you to do, and now you're following the bad spirit. Mm -hmm. Folks, if you're just joining us, we're talking uh, to... Uh or with and discussing with uh, Monsignor Thomas Richter at Quinnipiac Parish in Dickinson, North Dakota. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Doug Jillick. And uh, Monsignor, we, you refer to bad spirit, good spirit, um, and how both of them... Uh, let, let's go to the, the bad spirit. And you, you, you mentioned that uh, uh, the, 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 the desire, the feeling would want to uh, lead you down a path and the good spirit is coming wait a minute wait a minute and you call them uh, you, you know a, a, a prick yep. uh, the, the, pricks uh, your conscience pricks your conscience sting. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the verbs ignatius uses is sting sting yes thank bites you. yes yeah so right i mean you're a dad mike doug your your dad's that's exactly what you did with kids Right? If they're if they're about to play with a knife, don't. <laughs> right. If they if they're about to put a, a fork in an outlet, stop. Right. <laughs> that that's love. That's coming from a heart that wants what is good for them. That's the good spirit. This is the heart of God. So when we're about to do something that's going to make us leave Him. That's going to make us move away from him. He acts in a way that discourages that because he loves us, because mm -hmm. he wants what is good for us. Not because he's trying to cramp our style or wreck our life or uh, control us any more than you do with your kids when they're about to hurt themselves. Mm -hmm. Or in your case now, Mike, grandkids. Grandkids, yeah. I was just thinking about that yeah, this weekend uh, when uh, Ambrose, our two-year-old, grabbed three colors from me. I gave them to him thinking he would color on a piece of paper, but he went over to the, uh, to the couch and started drying on the couch. And my wife uh, about had a heart attack on her uh, fairly new couch. So anyway. well, thankfully, it wasn't permanent marker. Uh, well, uh, so we stick have, with Crayola. Crayola, yes. So, Monsignor... Uh, uh, and we're talking, uh, folks, about discernment of spirits. And, and uh, uh, you know, at the top of uh, this discussion, you, uh, it's about clarity. It's yes. about uh, uh, getting to a point of clear thinking, not, and you mentioned at the beginning of the last half hour, it's not a heady thing. That's right. Uh, and we need to become clear. Uh, maybe you can help the audience uh, Good. Uh, understand that a little the, bit. The, 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 reason, the reason it's not a heady thing, because at the end of the day, it's listening. Right When you listen to someone, if you're stuck in your head, it precisely prevents you from listening. Discernment is about listening to the movements that are in me. 
So thoughts, feelings, and desires that are saying something to me that, revol- that involves my relationship with God and the life of faith. But the point, the, the point being, getting in, being heady doesn't help me listen. It doesn't help me become aware of what another is stirring in me. All it does is get me stuck in myself. That's the reason it's not heady. So I would say um, discernment, headiness affects discernment the same way it affects my capacity to listen to you. Mm-hmm. So if, if you were talking to me and I'm in my head uh, th- trying to figure out uh, you know, wh- whatever, it's going to precisely distract me from being able to be aware of what you're saying to me. Mm-hmm. So the um, opposite of uh, being heady is heart. Heart is, is being relational. Relational, thank you. So the heart is, is the relational, the spiritually relational organ. Um, and so, right, spiritual movements, the spiritual mo- that, that doesn't mean hearts don't have, the, the heart doesn't have thoughts, right? The heart is a scriptural image of the deepest part of the person where God speaks. Mm-hmm. So the heart has thoughts, the thoughts of the heart, the desires of the heart, the feelings of the heart. That doesn't mean they're mushy. Mm-hmm. It means it's on the third level where this is involving what, uh, God has said and um, what God has revealed in, right. in the life of faith. Right. Folks, we have to take a, a two-minute break. Uh, we'll be right back with more of uh, Monsignor Thomas Richter in his discussion about discernment of spirits. So don't go away. Rules three and four. Three and four coming up. Thank you. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. 
All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Yes, welcome back to Real Presence Live, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get right back into our discussion about discernment of spirits with Monsignor Thomas Richter and the uh, rules three and four of the Ignatius uh, discernment of spirits, Monsignor. Go right ahead. Very good. I uh, yeah. Let's. I think we've covered one and two well enough. So Ignatius starts off with what what the good and the bad spirit are like, what the thoughts, feelings, and desires are like in one's heart, from uh, the good spirit to the bad spirit for one who's moving away from God. Okay. Then number two, there's only one rule. He only has one rule for a person moving away from God. <laughs> the, the only thing God can do for a person who's moving away from Him is bite and pierce so the person stops leaving. Okay? That's the first thing. Once a person moves toward God, once a per- this is why, huh? Go back to scripture. Holy cow. What's the first word out of uh, Jesus' mouth? Repent. What is repent? It's about turning. Huh? So once a person turns and is moving toward God, Ignatius says these, this most amazing good news, okay? This amazing good news, which is found in rules three and four. In rule three, Ignatius describes what the good spirit is like for one who is moving toward God, and he calls it spiritual consolation. What is the texture, what is, what is that which comes from God like inside of a person? What is the movement like? What is the stirring of God like in a person who is living fear of the Lord, who wants to remain in him, who is, who is uh, trying to stay true? Um, Ignatius says, God leads by spiritual consolation. And only by spiritual consolation. When we hear spiritual consolation, we should understand it the very from from the the very word of consolation. What okay. it's like to be consoled. Okay. Uh, consolation uh, come is a lot, comes from consolare, which means right. Solo is the sun. Sole is the sun. So consolation is a warmth a lifting up, an energy, an attraction. God leads by warmth, by attraction, by encouragement, by energy. That that doesn't sound like a taskmaster. God makes the heart attracted to him, draws it, warms it, gives it energy, lifts it up, makes it want to do what God's wanting to do. This is incredibly important, listeners, that we understand this is how God leads us. 
The enemy burdens the heart. The enemy leads the one who's moving toward God by what is called spiritual desolation. The the word desolation (coughs) explains it, right? Mm -hmm. Desolation is taking warmth away. Heaviness, darkness, discouragement, agitation, hopelessness, Mm -hmm. emptiness. This is desolation. So for a person moving toward God, the, uh, the good spirit will stir thoughts, feelings, and desires on the third level of the heart that console me. And I'm supposed to consent to them. The, the, the bad spirit will stir thoughts, feelings, and desires in me on the third level of the heart, thus the spiritual level, that discourage, that weigh down, that take my heart away from doing what God wants, that cause hopelessness, that put obstacles, that make me doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Monsignor, those listening are, are thinking, um, <clears throat> boy, I've had a lot of anxiety uh, my heart, my heart is burdened because of uh, this family situation. Because of, because of my work, it, it's burdened. It's heavy, and so w- with what your explanation is, bad spirit burdens. You use the term yes. burdens the heart. Yes. The good spirit warms, That's lifts right. up. That's right. Uh, uh, is 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 attractive. So. Uh, can you unpack that a little bit? This is this is big stuff. This is good stuff. This is totally. People are listening and wanting to know. I don't want this burden. That's right. That's I don't right. want to feel this. That's right. And yeah. so, uh, be, because of bad habits, bad habits that come from a lack of faith. If if I have developed the habit of actually listening to that which is opposed to God, that which comes from the bad spirit. And I have grown in this habit of, I actually take the bait. And I actually do consider what is being suggested in this desolation. And so I go into worry. Right. I go into trying to figure this out. I go into dwelling, uh, dwelling about this. I go into obsessing about this. Okay. What, what I've been doing is consenting to the heart of the enemy again and again and again and again so now conversion requires me to become aware ever earlier i know where this comes from i know this movement could become aware ever earlier i understand where it comes from and it's not coming from god and therefore i'm not going to listen to it anymore i'm not going to think about it i'm not going to dwell on it very good i'm not going to consider it very good on a tell it to be quiet And I'm going to turn to God, to the Holy Spirit, to Jesus, to protect me because this thing has always tempted me and I believe it. No, this is something that's not going to happen just just like that. There there has to be a a process, right? Totally. It's like a person who cusses, right? A person who cusses. When you have a movement in in this, a person who cusses... It feels a certain way, whether that's frustration, whether that's uh, anger, whether that's impatience, and it leads them to cuss. Well, if, if, if that's a habit, you've, right. it, it takes a long time to overcome it. Mm-hmm. 
takes a long time to overcome yeah. it. Yeah. And the, the same goes with this. This movement, this spirit of worry, this spirit of right. fear, this spirit of doubt, this spirit of, hey, it's not going to work out. That, that movement, that, that feeling, the agitation, the, the desolation, in that blows the thoughts of the enemy. And if one can just start, just start by faith saying, right. this isn't from the good spirit. And so I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to dwell on it. It only leads me to. Yeah. So, right, we, we have always taught young people about you don't entertain naughty thoughts. Right. Because we know where that leads. This is the same, this is the same principle on a level of on a level of ideas that are stirred mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. it's not going to work out for yeah. you da, yeah. da, da, da. so th this is a process this is a process if you're heavily burdened uh you, you know scripture says come to me mm -hmm. come to me if you're heavily burdened mm. right and and so that that nice mike so what you're getting at is discernment should lead to prayer there you go Discernment should lead to acknowledge and relate. Discernment, okay, this thing has come at me, and I've I've considered this, I've believed this, this has this is this has always lured me into obsessing about this, dwelling about this, trying to figure this out, trying to control this, right? Mm -hmm. And I've done this for years, and so now I know what's happening. And now I start to acknowledge it. And now I relate. Jesus, free me. Mm -hmm. Jesus, heal this thing in my soul that so easily believes this lie. Mm -hmm. Good discernment leads to prayer. And fruitful, faith-filled prayer leads to good discernment. The more I enter into, the deeper my prayer is, and the more fruitful my prayer is, the more I'm able to become aware of spiritual movements, understand them, and take action. They go hand in hand. If I'm not good at discernment, the bad spirit's going to discourage me from praying. Indeed. And I'll follow it. And I'll, my, prayer, my, my prayer will just be an exercise of me worrying. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. And one of the hardest things is, is living this is acknowledging, relate, then receive. Is receiving is that you just move on with life then, and you right. still could have that voice in you, but you just move on That's to the right. next step. And you acknowledge and relate it, yeah. and you carry out your daily duty. Yes. Acknowledge, relate it, carry on your daily duty. Yeah. Jesus, I'm worrying again. I entrust that to you, and I carry out my daily the duty. duty. Yeah. Well, Monsignor uh, Thomas Richter. Uh, what a session we've had. Uh, can we look forward to having you again to uh, continue this discussion? Uh, well, uh, is there I, any I, more to discuss, Monsignor? I, I, I beg you guys time and time again. You don't let me have enough time, so I'm back whenever you want. <laughs> okay. All right. Indeed, Monsignor. Thank you so much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have to take a break. Uh, don't go away. We have a very special guest coming up here in uh, just a few minutes. And... Uh, President Steve Easton from Dickinson State University will be joining us to share how his faith has guided his life and career. 
Don't go away. We will be right back. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 